Hello and welcome to Southwest News Media Sports Podcast, Sports for Dummies. I'm Tom Chardon with Eric Croucher and Todd Abelin. Dan Huss is out this week. For the week of January 11, 2019, we're talking about my sunny California vacation. Two weeks out there in Oakland. And we're also going to talk about what teams we were watching in high school basketball and a big upcoming SEC dual meet in wrestling between Shakopee and Apple Valley, one and two respectively in the state. So uh, I think we should start with my vacation. Yeah, how was it? <laughs> Beautiful, sunny Oakland, California. The best part of the vacation was my eight, my 10-year-old boy and my 13-year-old daughter, who have got cousins almost the same age. My brother-in-law took them for three days to Disneyland, and I didn't have to go. <laughs> What'd you do? Just put your feet up? We just put my feet up. We stayed in Oakland. He went down. They flew. They went down to Great Wolf Lodge. Sure. Apparently, that, we have one here. Yeah, at the Mall of America. And then they went to Disneyland, and they went back to Great Wolf Lodge, and I didn't have to see. And I just sat around. And so you're telling me once your kids get older, vacations are actually fun again? Because when we went to South Dakota <laughs> for a week, I was about ready day three to go home because uh, having to do everything it was the least relaxing. So. I just have to get to that point. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And you need a rich uh, well, brother-in-law because yeah. my brother-in-law is a doctor, and he just—he's like a big kid. He—he he likes Disneyland more than I think the kids do. So he took them down there, and we stayed home. We flew them all down there. That was their Christmas present. Pretty I cool. I, I think I got Jed a pair of basketball glasses and a jersey. It's about equal pay, right? Right. <laughs> well, we held the held the fort down, and uh, did you catch a Warriors game or anything other? No, we did um, do a clinic in San Francisco with this cousin and my son. Um, it's a really good clinic. It was a dribbling and shooting clinic, and the guy who ran it trained Steph, uh, Steph Curry in the offseason. Okay. So well. he really put them to work. And apparently it helped because when he came back, they, they won a championship. Is that what you heard? Yeah, they went 3-0 and in the tournament up in, where is it again? Concordia. In Concordia, right. In Concordia, because Todd's boy was over there in the fifth grade level. Okay. Yeah. We went one and two, so it wasn't we didn't get the practice that Lee got in the Bay Area. Well, so. he did play in an Alameda travel exhibition game with the fifth graders. He's in fourth grade. His cousin plays on it, and they said, we need a fifth. It was an exhibition game. Because their season apparently starts later than ours. I don't know why. Right. And they put him those outdoors. I remember he threw up a shot. It clanked really far off the, the rim. He looked at me and he goes, "The wind took it. <laughs> Got to play the wind out here, bro. <laughs> this is out. This is street ball. We're talking outdoor basketball and it's nine degrees outside. So it was nice and sixty there. Oh, I was in shorts all week. Perfect, 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 perfect weather out there. Well, good to have Tom back because we know we'll always get uh, strong opinions from him. And uh, so you know, last week we talked about. The hockey conferences kind of talked about the favorites, maybe some teams that maybe are early on uh, surprising us a little bit. This week we're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about the basketball conferences that we cover. And South Suburban, we just uh, talked about uh, that Apple Valley is no longer Apple Valley. So uh, South Suburban, boys and girls, who do you guys uh, see as the favorites this season? Farmington girls looked pretty good last night. They beat Prior Lake by about, I don't know, 25. Yeah, that stunned me when I looked at that score, and then I looked at the standings, and Farmer, Farmington is undefeated on the year. Yeah, 
if you would have told me before yeah. I looked Isn't it up, I would have. Shock being defeated too. Uh, they lost last night to South, uh, okay. I think by three. So okay. that'd be their first conference loss, I believe. Barrington held Hofschild's at ten points. So probably the girls are probably the girls are six and they're six and six now. Okay, they're struggling. That's a pretty balanced yeah. group of teams, though, isn't it? Girls basketball, I mean, Lakeville North's been decent. Eastview's East been all right. Yeah. Eastview's uh, still ranked like four. Lakeville North's been in. I think they've been ranked ten. Those probably three. Farmington, Eastview, and Lakeville North are the three best teams. Burnsville's actually playing. They've got a good record. They're, they, they lost to Shakopee by one. They're surprising. They're competitive. They'll beat a good team. They, they'll beat you if you don't play, uh, play well. And uh, I guess we're still waiting for Prior Lake to take off. Everybody thought they'd maybe be one of the favorites not only in the conference and the section, but right now if you seed it out in Section 2A with um, Prior Lake, they might not even be at home. They'd be behind Eden Prairie, Shockby beat them. Chaska's ten and three or nine and three. Right. And then Edina seven and seven and Minnetonka six and six, but three of three of uh prior lake six wins are against um, two of them are against class three teams and one's class one A, so okay. they don't really have a, a strong win yet. Yeah, but, but they do have some time here to yeah, <laughs> get some big wins yeah, against those suburban 12 teams. Twelve or thirteen losses going into the sections last year. Yeah, and they, yeah, I don't think anybody wants to see McKenna in the first round of the section. It'd be the be a bad draw for anybody. With uh, you know boys basketball, it's uh, again a pretty deep deep field. Can anybody play with with Prior Lake? Dawson Garcia goes over a thousand points as a junior for Prior Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they just seem like they're on a team that, they, that that's on a roll right now, and they're getting good guard production. Tom Nissen's playing well. Jax Jaycox is playing well. Their guards. That's what they needed. Jones is doing what he always does. He gets ten to twelve a game. Yeah. And, you know, a bunch of rebounds, bounce of blocks, and Garcia's averaging almost thirty. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can they be beat? Well, Schwe- Bob, Coach Bob Schweem said, and I, you know, and um, he said that he, he thinks that they've got a lot to improve on, and that they, <laughs> I, I don't know where they're going to improve, but maybe defensively, and maybe, uh, maybe it's still it's still all about the guards for them. Yeah. They, I mean, Shakopee's awfully good. Well, SEC probably. Uh, what do you think is a three-team race between North, Prior Lake, and Shakopee? Probably. And uh, Shockby bounced back. They had a little two-game losing streak to Chaska and Prior Lake, which kind of put them in a hole in the section. But they bounced back with three-stage section wins, big wins against Edina and Eden Prairie, which put them right back in the mix for a top seed. And then they went out last night and blew out South, which on any given day, South probably can give somebody a challenge. So it looks like a three-team race in the SEC, Shockby, North, and... Prior Lake. Yeah. Eastview East 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 could probably jump they're, up and shock some teams. And they only have one. Eastview's got one senior, um, so they're going to be really good next year. They have a big in Kroll that can, you know, hopefully play a little bit with Prior Lake's bigs. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're a sneaky team that could get into that race, too, if they can win a bunch of games. There's no Apple Valley this year. No. No Jones Brothers left. No. <coughs> yeah. There's, 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 not much. Jones era is over. They're rebuilding at Apple Valley. So Burnsville struggled a little bit under their new coach, Mestis, Rob Mestis. But um, they've got some scores over there. That Shepley can really score, and mm-hmm. Rosenberg is a new kid that I had never seen before. He's probably leading them in scoring. But um, I still think they're trying to figure out how to play under under the new system there. Yeah. 
they you had Colin Elamine as an assistant coach. If anybody remembers him from sure. the North, the U- UConn days. You know, Hurt with Rochester is always a name that people talk about. But how good is Garcia? I mean, like you said, I mean, every night he seems to be dropping in 35 points. You know, he's he's six six you know six ten six eleven, but he's just as comfortable from outside as he is inside. So I he mean, he can face you up and shoot the three, and he can take you down low. So he can score multiple ways. Yeah. You know, he's still a little skinny. Yeah. I mean, I wonder. You know, I keep thinking. Yeah, he's still got a whole year to grow, and there's a lot of. Big Ten teams looking yeah. at him, and I, the, the first thing, the first name that jumps out to my mind is Rick Ricker. <laughs> body type, right? Sure. Yeah. Thin yeah. body type that liked to face up and not play yeah. with his back to the basket. No. But he is—he's—he's he's really skilled. He's just got a long—he's long. Um, I think I think teams just need to make let let him get his twenty-five to thirty and shut down their guards, and yeah. that might be the way to beat them. Yeah. I see, you know, looking at a couple of other conferences, the Lake Conference, you know, that uh, for, for boys, um, I mean, Wyzetta looks really good. Hopkins is really good. You know, Adina's got Jack Middleton and Jacob Houston. Uh, Minnetonka's got seven wins. So Eden Prairie is, uh, you know, obviously one of the top ten teams in the state. You know, they've just, you know, their record is kind of like Chaska's where, you go, they're on 500. Well, it's because they're playing a ranked team every game. You know, right, every yeah. game. And last night they lose by one to Minnehaha Academy, who's number one in, in Delaware in two ways. So that late conference. Late conference is tough. I mean, you know, you, you go, you know. Is he uh, as good as we think, or where are they? Well, I mean, I, I so I saw we saw them over the, the tournament, and they were without Jack Middleton, who was about a 25-point guy. He got hurt in practice. He's a sharpshooter. Jacob Houston you know, um, a really good big down low. They're middle pack in the section. They're probably fourth in the late conference. So they're they're good. They just don't get enough production from from you know the other guys you know on the team. So, but they could they could sneak but up and be, win some. They can beat anybody in the oh, section. Yeah. Oh yeah, There's, absolutely. You know, if they're yeah. hot, I mean that, that whole section is just lower. You know, you're gonna have a Edina or a Minnetonka be a four or five seed, and then yeah, I mean, you know. Edina, Prior Lake, if Prior Lake gets the one seed in that section, be a tough semifinal match for mm-hmm. Prior Lake to to be favored, but... So we're assuming Jefferson 8. <laughs> Chan. Chan. Well, Chan beat Minnetonka last night, 93-85. Okay. to 85. So Chan puts 93 up, and their best player hasn't touched the court yet. He comes back next week. So, uh, you know, uh, so, I mean, Chan Anson's one of those teams that, that... That was a really nice win for them last night. They, they moved the ball around. Chaska's Played with everybody, uh, so I mean that Metro West Conference is Jefferson's always been tough. Robbinsdale Cooper is a defending champion. They're athletic. Uh, St. Louis Park beat Minnetonka. So, it, while the Metro West isn't as strong in some sports, I think basketball is kind of boys basketball has always been that sneaky one. Boomers from Jefferson, they're never flashy. Yeah, but I've never seen a team win 45-42 like Jefferson does. And they are no shooters. I, I was so, at a, yeah, I was at a Jefferson game when my son was doing the bench buddy stuff. Yeah, they got some size. They got some athletes. They have no yeah. shooting zero. They they don't make they don't shoot the ball. No, I know. Yeah, and and but that's how they can do that, and they still have won games over. I mean, you know, so um, they're definitely not as good as they have been in the past years, but. 
still it's a sneaky eight team. Yeah, it's a good conference in basketball. How about on the girls' side? You know, it... girls' side, I mean, Chaska looks really good this year. But Robinsdale Cooper, um, you know, is the defending champions. They went 14-0 last year. They're, I, I looked at the standings last night, and uh, there's only a couple teams over 500 in, in that league, and one of them being Benil, who's 11-2. and two. So um, a lot to be, you know, a lot to kind of see here. But I think Chaska, uh, Chaska, and uh, ben- or, sorry, Chaska and Cooper are your favorites. Benil, Kennedy are the next group. Um, Chan struggle. Chan struggle. New. <clears throat> they're they're very young. I mean, at one point the other night they had three freshmen, a sophomore, and a junior on the court. Um, they've lost a couple uh, one possession games here at the, the, the Bloomington schools, so they're one and eleven on the season, and they're close to just you know close to winning games, but. When you're playing with young players, you know you, you, that finish part uh, really lacks, and so it's something that you'll develop. They'll hopefully develop the rest of the season, so they're ready for the future. But and then the late conference, I mean, uh, why is that a Eden Prairie? Hopkins, Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, you know, and Minnetonka and Dine are battling for fourth place. So. I saw Dine. I don't. I wasn't very impressed with Dine. They, they yeah. have. They, just, they didn't look very athletic at all to me. Yeah, they have, they have pretty. They have a couple. They have two girls They're that can score. Yeah, they have one girl, uh, Nissen, who just or Nissen that just went over a thousand points last night against Moundsview. Um, but yeah, they really lack. I mean, uh, Chaska beat them by twenty five in the first game. So uh, it's been a talk. They're Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> I think they can play with a lot of teams. They beat Chaska when Chaska was off the best player. But they, they've lost some games that you're scratching your head about. So uh, they just don't have – they're also really young. They don't have a, a, a lot of – they don't have that one true, like, star player you can give the ball to. Um, so Sounds like Eden Prairie is the favorite right now in that section, then I, I would assume. Yeah, in the girls' section. Yeah. They, they just have the scoring depth. Um, Lake is the wild card right now. I mean, we just – we don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, look what they did last year, and I think so. If you get that type of performance, but, you know, as you're seeing now, if you don't get that type of performance McKenna, they're not, they're not winning ball games, And so um, unless the other, the other group of girls steps up or, you know, she has a big game. But even Shakabee's sneaky in that. There's just a lot of sneaky teams. against Minnetonka, and it's like they only win by three. Yeah. Minnetonka wasn't that bad last yeah. year. But we got we also got two teams in the Minnesota River Conference. It looks like the Jordan boys are the team to beat there. How's yeah. the Southwest Christian? They gave Jordan a, a game. They I gave think. A, yeah, and you know, and, you know, they. I think both both their boys and girls teams are, you know, they they lack that scoring punch in the big games. So it'd be yeah. interesting. But I mean, Jordan Jordan's the biggest team in that conference. Right. Um, <clears throat> And they're really showing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jordan uh, won by 50 last night over Norwood, and it wasn't even it was over at the tip off. So um, on the girls' side, it looks like TCU is the team to beat in there, and Jordan and Norwood are chasing them. Yeah, and the Ray County. I mean, my Holy Family teams. Well, the Holy Family girls, they they got a shot to win state, in my opinion. They won 12 in a row. Uh, I mean, they're they're two A school and a three A four A Ray County Conference, and they might be the favorite. Oh wow! So I mean, they do you have eleven girls who score every game? Right. <laughs> and at two A level, that's that's unbelievable. It's a lot of depth. So and <laughs> first year coach too, Adrian Turner, former uh, former assistant at Chan Asin, 
uh, played for the Chanis and Redbirds uh, amateur baseball team. What a what a situation to walk into with the with the team that uh, they returns nine girls. You bring in a girl uh, freshman that played varsity at Chanis, and so they uh, they're off to a great start. But uh, you know, one thing we want to talk about conference wise, Tom Tom wasn't here last week for the conference talk, so kind of just rehashing that just just briefly here. Uh, you know, just to talk a little bit about what we we did talk about last week was. We, you know, Chaska Chanis, and they're kind of sitting in this island, in my opinion, that they're too big for the Metro West Conference. They're growing, whereas a lot of the other schools aren't growing. Lake Conference, some ADs have expressed interest. Chaska Chanis has kind of balked at, at that thought. What's, what's your opinion for the landscape of things? Is it good right now? I mean, good for Prior Lake Shakopee, in my opinion, but. Prior Lake's comfortable. Um, so the lake is adding Buffalo and St. Michael. Michael to give them seven. Yep. I always think Prior Lake should be in the lake conference. I mean, I, I tell Reed it's easy dying south. You know, he's got money, he's got bodies, he's got <coughs> facilities or facilities coming. I just don't think they want to go there because I don't think they want to drive up 169 yeah. in traffic. Who does? <laughs> I don't think they want their – it's not the 7 o'clock games. It's the B squads and JVs that got to get there, and they don't want to have to travel up 169 to and it's a, it's a nightmare. So I think they're comfortable there, even though I think that they're a better fit for the lake. I think Chanch would, and Shakopee would be a good fit for the lake. I mean, you're talking if you're going to find 10 teams for the lake conference, you got, what, Seven now. Seven now Chask- for next year. Yeah, and you well, prior late Chuck be Chaska Chan. That's eleven. I, I'm kind of puzzled by Buffalo being in there. Um, well, State I, High School League. State High School League played. Oh, they, they, yeah, they, so they they both the late conference voted no to both schools. They had applied to what two or three, and then because nobody put them placed them, then the State High School League placed them. So. Um, Sometimes so, I wonder if they even need conferences. Maybe you should just play everybody in your section twice and then find, you know, you got eight basketball teams in section two. Play them all twice. That's what, six, seven, four, 14, 14 games? 14 games. And then you go find another, uh, what do they play, 26? I think they play 26. 26 in hockey, 25 events. So yeah, so another, another 10 non-conference games. another 11 non-conference, <clears throat> you can then find your old conference mates and other teams, and then you have a really good representation of how – sections would be seated instead of sometimes where you get this one team only played one or two teams in, in, in your section. So I was – I know everybody loves the conference championships, but tell me, I don't think the lake teams play for Moms and dads love <laughs> all conference awards. Play, the, play, play your section. Play, play the sections. That was our argument last week, I think, with Shockby, Power Lake, and Chastic Chain. They're already in the section with yep. Eden Prairie and Edina, and that section's not, not going to be changing much because no. – might Parlay, well. Parlay goes over to three in a few sports. They, they're in three in like some of the like cross country and track. But yeah, in all their main sports, they're out there with the lake teams. Yeah, and Shockby's in section with those guys in every sport, so they're not getting away from Eden Prairie and yeah. dying on Minnetonka. So might as well, uh, might as well join them because you're not you're not you're not getting away from them. No. I, I think Chask and Chanis are probably in the the. the Worst is the right word, but they're probably in a, a spot that they need to move or do something. They lose Richfield, 
I mean, they're in a conference with Cooper, who isn't competitive in anything but basketball. Um, they got the girls' hockey conference, which is what four teams because there's so you know, many. Got, co- they, co-ops. Well, they've, ad- they've added Minneapolis. They have Holy Angels, okay. Ridgefield. <clears throat> but yeah, it's. I mean, um, Kennedy. That's you know the programs just aren't you know aren't aren't getting any better. Um, so I mean, you're left with Bloomington, Jefferson. Uh, you know, Benilde, St. Louis Park. So I, I think that something needs to happen. I mean, and if they're not ready to move the late conference, I'm, my opinion, I mean, I like Waconia. I think Waconia is going to be a 4A school sooner than later. So Richfield's moving out of the... Richfield's going to the Tri-Metro, so, so the Metro has to be... Chask and Chan moved to, like, that's five. Now you've got Jefferson and Kennedy. Well, then you're just... Yeah, you're, then you're back to where you started, where you get you, Jefferson and Kennedy are going to be placed in the SEC. And so, like, the SEC. My, my thought was, how about we go back to divisions and have one big late conference where you have Minnetonka... So you have your current five, Minnetonka, Dinah, Wyzetta, Eden Prairie, Hopkins... Or, not Hopkins, so... Yeah, Eden Prairie, Edina, Wyzetta, Minnetonka, Buffalo, and St. Michael, those six in the white division. And then the red division is Chaska, Chaska, Chanassin, Bloomington, Kennedy, Bloomington, Jefferson, maybe a Waconia, uh, maybe a Burnsville, (laughs) maybe a St. Louis Park. But it's, it's kind of that, okay, well, we're not ready to play with the big boys yet. But it also weeds out some of the. It gives them a little scheduling flexibility. Yeah, and then I mean, like let's say you you play you play five teams. Like so, you have it's six team divisions. You play the teams from your division twice, and you play the other division crossover one time. So then Chaskachan still getting Minnetonka, Lake, uh, you know, all the Lake schools there one time, but they're also still playing some of their competitive conference opponents. So that was kind of my thought. Um, what happens to the what? The SEC. You're, you're taking Burnsville out of the SEC. Well, then they get new, then new Prague, that left out team, uh, slides in and, and fills in. Because New Prague, I mean, and that's another team that's kind of been brought up. New Prague is a 4A school in a 3A, in a 3A, 2A, 3A conference. So where does, how, how long does New Prague stay in the Wright County Conference? How long does Waconia? I mean, those two are, are growing. <coughs> They're just they're just bigger than the rest, and so does New Prague. I mean, New Prague just doesn't have a home. Otherwise, I mean, they would. Probably well, yeah, New Prague would if they would let, they're in the Wright County, right? right if County. they left, they would be turned down by the SEC. But in the end, the high school league would probably place them place there. Them so there. that may be the the route they go, just knowing that they would not be accepted anywhere, and the closest conference for them would be the SEC, and the high school league would just place them in there. Yeah, the big nine reject them. Yep. Yep. So there's one. So you just have to apply. Big. The problem is if if they have to apply for three, I think it is. Metro West might take them because <laughs> they'll, they'll be down to seven. Yeah. There you go. You're talking 169 with Reeks. Uh, Reeks. I mean, you go from New Prague to Robbinsdale Cooper. No. That's 169 right there. <laughs> You're leaving right now. Just 169. Holy that's like three different highways probably, huh? That's right up 169. You go up to, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's just one of those things. that It's ongoing discussions, but I think District 112, Chaska Chain, has to do something. It just... Do you think I, the Metro West was formed in vain? I, I think the Metro West was formed because 
because they saw themselves as small fish and so they went in they went in bed with other small fish small fish in the metro you know ones that are not growing and they don't think they looked ahead and they weren't ready for anything more then and i think they just come out of the lake conference outside you know in between in the Minnesota conference and they didn't want to get into something like that but now you know and i know the district doesn't want schools that big they don't want anybody to hit 2000 but the reality is that, that arguing with Buffalo and the lake then doesn't make any sense. Well, they don't have any other else to they go. Don't have else to go. Mean, they're, they're like New Prague. They're out, they can go to the North Suburban. They turned down from yeah, them. Down from the North they're like New Prague. They're, in, they're, just, they're in an area. They're so big that schools around them don't want to play them or be in the conferences. So they have to, and no one's accepted them. So they got placed in the next biggest conference that yeah. was right for them. Well, they're a six A football school, so they're you know they're not a they're not a small school. They're a six A offensive team. <laughs> <laughs> they're like a three A defensive. <laughs> well, switching gears, wrestling. Wrestling. We keep talking about wrestling, but do we have a good team there? Oh, we got uh, the Shakopee Sabers, number one in the state, and I think they're forty four in the nation, and they're just coming off a fourth place finish at the Clash, which means their next big meet is next week in the dual meet of number one, number two, Shakopee against Apple Valley. Been it's kind the of setup the, meet. the setup meet for the section. For the section. Um, it looks to be competitive on paper. I don't know if it really is. The Shakopee's, I think Shakopee's clearly the best team in 3A. But Jim Jackson keeps saying, you know, Apple Valley throws out seven seniors while his team only has one senior on the team. So, Will um, Apple Valley show all their cards? I think uh, <clears throat> I think they will. I think Shaw, I don't think Shockby will sh- will show all their cards. Shockby's beat up right now. Um, Carson Manville, uh, top ranked wrestler at 152, I think in the in the nation, is hurt with a broken hand, so he's out for sure. But will he be back for time for the sections? Because the one they don't know. section doesn't really make a difference now because Prior Lake is down. And New Prague is ranked, but I don't think they're as good as those teams. So one of the the winner of that match, they play, they they wrestle Friday. Will be the three, the other will be the four. Yeah. So those are your semifinal matchups, and it's not like Prior Lake is yeah, Prior Lake of the years past. So the one and the two don't make. I I just don't see any of those teams. Sh- no, one and, their one and two doesn't make a difference this year because yeah. last couple of years Prior Lake was good obviously the third team, and they could come out and beat you yeah. in the semifinals. And while number one didn't have any problem getting the one, so right. it's not really that important this year but it's more important for just I don't know breaking rights you know or to, conference championships to put, what it's for put the I say put the final stake in Apple Valley that Shockbee has finally taken them over for good but uh, it's a big dual meet it should be exciting but I would say Shockbee will win despite being pretty beat up you know they got Manville will be out they got a couple other kids that are hurt that didn't wrestle at the clash so we'll see if they bounce back and are healthy for that meet that's at Apple Valley Thursday, 8 o'clock start. So it's a kind of later start for some reason. I don't know why they started at 8. It's uh, on TV. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Apple Valley Senior Night or something that they're doing something All for. Everything's, everything's, everything's on. on YouTube now. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, what's the Minnesota Prep Sport? Prep Spotlight. And yeah, there's, just, there's, so, many, there's so many things. Yeah, every team has their own thing. Is the, I mean, winter, we see so many injuries just because it's such a long... <coughs> Well, you know, things I, can happen. Like I'll, a broken hand can happen. Anything, but 
just when you're starting a season in November and you're going to the state in March, it's like well, wrestling. This is rest, the schedule in December for wrestling for all the top teams is brutal because you go from you're starting off and then you go into the Christmas tournament, which is your wrestling top ranked wrestlers every round, and then everyone seems to be going up to the Rumble on the Red now, which probably didn't go. Which the weather they didn't get teams up there, but it's the same teams as the Christmas tournament, so you're wrestling all the top teams again and you're now you're throwing in the best North Dakota wrestlers yeah. or South Dakota wrestlers and then you go to the clash which brings the top teams in from all the nation yeah. from the nation in a six six match dual tournament and dual tournaments can just beat you up yeah. and then Shockby just got beat up they had a chance and they made the championship bracket of the clash went one on one in the first and then wrestled Oak Park if if Shockby would have won that match they might have been championship of the clash, depending on how tiebreakers went. Sure. No, one, no one broke it down because they didn't come in close. But in that match, Shock could be forfeited two or three matches just because they were so just beat up down. and weren't healthy. So so we'll see how healthy they are at Apple Valley. It seems to – Jim Jackson said that he doesn't think Apple Valley is healthy either, but it seems to that match will come down. I think Shock will come out to a big lead to win the first four, five, six matches. And then Apple Valley comes storming back from about 145 to 180. And then it comes down to the heavyweights. No Gable Stevens. No, but they got, <laughs> there's no Gable on the back. There's no Gable. But they got Tyler Kim back, who would, would have missed all of last year and would have made a huge difference in the section final uh, dual meet that Jacoby won. But he seems to be back. He, he would, beat Abe, Gabe or Abe. The, Abe a couple of years before. ago to clinch the title for yeah. Apple Valley. And he seemed to be seems to be back. I think he went 6-0 and at the Clash this past week. So he seems to be back. And Those wrestlers, they love the tough schedule. Are you kidding me? That's all they do. They, they want to wrestle the best. They do until they get hurt. and they then they, hard. They're hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Block, 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 block. <coughs> he likes to wrestle all, as many good teams as he can, even if his teams are down. He just wants to challenge. I mean, that's, wrestling is a different breed. They like to go. They they'll challenge. Yeah. Where you get some basketball and baseball teams or basketball high, they'll they'll hide the schedule and then, pump up the record for section. <laughs> and then becomes the argument. Wrestling teams, they'll wrestle everybody. Yeah. Well, it's, say, volleyball does too. The same thing. Volleyball seems the top teams seem to always match up. So I don't know. Yeah, the volleyball. Yeah. Well, you get so many good tournaments in volleyball where you're playing so many good. You're seeing so many good teams in those uh, Apple Valley and the Bachman and Lakeville North. There's a lot of good tournaments where they all run into each other eventually. And then, and of course, on the SEC, you've got so many good teams in volleyball. Well, that comes back to the conferences in basketball. Everyone plays a double, everyone twice in basketball. So that's 20 games right there in conference that you already got scheduled and you only get six non conference games. So really can't. Something like 18. that. 18, yeah. So. Yeah, and that was kind of my thought with like the late conference. You don't, if you get too big, but if you kind of have that division thing, then you're kind of, you know, if you did the two six teamer thing, then you'd, you'd have 15 conference games and it would still, you know, the crazy part is, you know, kind of for like Chaska Chan, they did, they already schedule all these section uh, teams because of their, uh, uh, you know, because of their, their new conference and then they would be able to go and play some different teams. Uh, so I think it kind of be fun, but it's probably wishful thing <laughs> for sure. So you, you never know, though. You, you never know. How much more easy would section seating be if you just played everybody in your section one or two times? Well, right there. Is it easy, for, is it easy for football? Because they do. And you think it is, but I mean a lot. There's arguments always about strength of schedule. You know, oh, we played over here. Um, this is 
remember prior late football had that when they moved from the SEC and they did districts and they jumped over to that big schedule over there and the years before they'd always tell you they pump up that SEC boy those SET all those <laughs> teams are all so good and then they go over to the other side and then there's a question of, and then they're, they're three losses and then Rosemont's got two and then the argument was Rosemont doesn't play anybody. I'm like, well, two years ago you just said the SEC was the greatest conference of all time or they're underrated and now they stink because you're over there. You can't win for losing. <laughs> and now they're going to play more SEC teams because I suppose they're all back. All the SEC teams are back. Well, one's the state champion. So. But football, football. SEC pride. SEC pride. SEC pride. The conference talk. Kind of falling away. I just don't understand how you can talk about strength of schedule in football when you're when there's 31 teams and six. Of course, you're going to play good teams. This is, that's all there is. <laughs> 31 teams. Yeah, you play Eden for. I mean, uh, nobody plays a tougher schedule. I mean, Prior Lake says they play a tough schedule, and Burnsville played the tough schedule, and Eastview, uh, the SEC probably yeah. teams probably played the toughest. I think they had to play they Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie. I think they played Wyzetta. Yeah. I think they played Edina. Well, Prior Lake, Prior Lake didn't play Edina. They didn't play Wyzetta. They got Egan. They got Shakopee. They got Minnetonka. And then they got Minnetonka. And then they got Maple Grove. You know, and then you got Eden Prairie. Well, they play every Lake team, and then yeah. they go and play. So they play the toughest schedule. Yeah, hell yeah. Not the SEC teams, except for a couple maybe. Rosemont, by far, they avoid everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Sports Dummies this week. I'm Tom Sharon with Eric Krauser and Todd Ablin. Rachel Minsk is our producer. You can read more about what's discussed this week online at southwestnewsmedia.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>